I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew today for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Uh, got a special uh, guest to help us kick off the show today, as well as some uh, other folks. They're going to join us a little later on. But first, Brian from Just Plain Silly. Uh, two out of three ain't bad. Uh, so <laughs> How's it going? We got him on uh, Just Plain Radio today because he did a nice little video featuring Captain Dennis's Mooney 201. And uh, so first off, welcome uh, to Just Plain Radio there, Brian. How you doing? All right. Thank, thank you for having me. Yeah. And uh, Dennis, I, here's your opportunity to, to congratulate him or hammer him. For the you know, video. I'm, I'm not going to hammer him at all because I'm just as guilty for this because I was talking to Brian uh, in Wichita this summer when we were at the ACCA Awards yeah. at Steerman Field. And Brian was telling me about his idea. And I'm like, dude, that is absolutely genius idea. Whatever I can do to help. And I just got out of his way and let him go. And <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, you know, Brian, you sound nothing like you do on your video. <laughs> so... You know, he's, he's got this whole little, hey, baby. Uh, he's got the Barry White uh, going on exactly. there. Exactly. And he did something. I assume that's you, Brian. Do you want to take credit for that? Or is that a little? Uh... Uh, yes. So what it was, was I started out, um, my whole idea was I was going to like hire, hire a voiceover guy. And I wanted one of these like 1920 salesman guys to kind of sell it. Yes. And I oh, started right. to go. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I, I started to go get, look for background music. And I went to the, the site I use for music. And I started just looking for retro music and this like disco thing came on. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is, <laughs> this is, I need Barry White. And yeah, so I found, sure. I found a Barry White voiceover guy, but he was really, really expensive. And so I thought, you know what? I can I got do a this. Car yeah. ramp, I got a pitch shifter. I got some, I used to be a musician. And so I have all that leftover stuff. And so that's just a, an oct- that's this voice, an octave lower. There you go. Okay. Well, I, you know, I thought it was. And uh, yeah, with the right music, like boom, chicka bow wow, chicka bow wow, and then he, hey, baby, you want to see this Mooney two hundred one? I, I mean, he had the whole, he had the whole thing going. It was harmonized. It was way better than that. So you'll have to go watch the video. We have a link to it at justplainradio.com, right there on the front page and our Facebook page. But of course, if you Google "just plain silly" on YouTube, it'll pull up Brian. And his Barry White uh, rendition of covering <laughs> Captain Dennis's Mooney 201. And, uh, you know, I don't know. That was the most unique description I've ever seen of any plane, not just yours, Dennis. Where are you back me up on this or what? Oh, yeah. I mean, Brian found so many different little quirks of the Mooney that he could just highlight and feature. And and I think one of the coolest things was when I showed him how the trim system worked. You know, the oh, Mooney yeah. does, has the full full flying tail. It articulates forward and backward. Well, he went and filmed the whole thing, then sped it up and re- looped it a couple of times. And it's like, oh, my God, that is so cool to see. You know, yeah. something I don't ever see from the cockpit. And <laughs> he just sort of featured it. And, you know, as he stepped down the plane, he grabs the handle of the airplane to step down gently. And, hey, wait a minute. It's got a convenient carrying handle so you can take it with you. Right. you know? <laughs> it's just little things. I don't know how his mind is so warped and twisted, but I yeah. love it. Well, and, and then he had donuts. Mm, yeah. Donuts. Well, yeah, Those are the yeah. most expensive donuts you will ever, ever have to deal with. You'll That's have great. to watch the video to understand what we're talking <laughs> about. But uh, he's very creative and on, on how he describes, uh, you know, Dennis's Mooney 201. And uh, and actually, your your plane looked great in the video. 
Uh, that was right after uh, uh, upgrade on the exterior paint and wax and all that kind of stuff, right? Yep. We had the new end numbers were put on for that. We had done the paint restoration to get the uh, the old factory 1980s paint is all nice and shiny again. And mm-hmm. that was kind of its first public unveiling. And it really was kind of nice that you gave it that 70s effect to it, made it look even better. Yeah. You brought sexy back to airplanes. Well, what year is your them. plane anyway? Just curious. It's 1982. Yeah, I figured because I someone's like, oh, say we got Carol Baskin, we got a serious, and there's no way that plane's old enough for the the theme of the commercial. I was like, I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Did you just say Carol Baskin has a Cirrus? <laughs> I was like, what Tiger no. King? The Tiger King lady? No, come on. He, he was no. implying that if you have Carol Baskin as a friend and her tiger eats your leg, then you're the perfect height to ride in the backseat oh, because yes. it doesn't have a lot right. of leg room. That's right. I remember now. It's all coming back to me. There's certain, you see, those are the types of things that Brian just kind of took and ran. You right. Know, anybody would have said it's cramped in the back and you need to be a little people, but no, no, yeah. not Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brian, I apologize. There were certain parts of the video I obviously uh, blocked out uh, because I was just so overwhelmed. Yeah. Now, now is this a typical type video of what you're doing a uh, week in and a week out at uh, just plain silly or what? So- Whole, whole channel's comedy. Yeah. Um, so a lot of it's, I try to do as much flying as possible because I do love to fly. And I like, I've always felt aviation's a little bit, not a little, little too, too full of itself sometimes. So I, it's all fun. It's all yeah. funny. It's all satire. Well, but obviously of- we take ourselves very seriously here just playing radio. <laughs> so I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but I, I, I respect it just the same. Yeah. But this particular thing is something new I've come up with. The next one is I've got the 182 and I've got the Bonanza. It's all Dr. Killer stuff. Um, I got the, the 377 Skymaster, the theme there being you don't have to have a hanger because it's always going to be in your mechanics anyway. <laughs> so taking taking the, the known, every time you say a name of a plane, someone will tell you what the quirks are. And that's kind of like the donuts with the moonies and the backwards tail. Yeah. The, the bonanza is the doctor killer. So if I, you know, if, if I say a name of a plane, one of the first five things that come to mind, I'm going to make an ad and I'm just going to talk about those things. And say, right. Yeah. And that's the thing that pilots that are familiar with the planes can definitely relate to. Because, yeah, you know, if you know a Mooney, you know, it has that backward tail. I don't know if they knew that it could move so fast and you could put it to a beat and make it dance, make that, uh, <laughs> make that tail wave, whatever. But, you know, hey, uh, these are new things that you find out by watching just plain silly videos uh, about your favorite type of aircraft. And, and it might be uh, a new little trick you, you can use to amuse your friends, your pilot loving friends, right? Absolutely. So the next one, you're doing these like every week or two, you're trying to put out a new video? Put out a video every week. I'm every week, okay. Old, old ads are going to be every other video just because I've got a bunch of stuff. I've got a queue on my wall and i got a bunch of stuff queued up. I don't know how much YouTube information you want, but there's videos you make where you're targeting your subscriber base. Yeah. And so I have a video coming out this Friday that I know will resonate with them. And there's videos like this that will go outside and sort of bring people in. And so I'm trying to, you know, bridge the gap. Exactly. Yeah. So pilots love it. And even if you're not a pilot, you'll find it highly amusing uh, at the bare minimum. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully no one gets their feelings hurt. I had one guy that said, I can't watch this video. The voice, the narrator's voice is too horrible. And I was like, really? Yeah. (laughs) Which one were you doing then? Was that you were channeling a different character? No, it was this one. It was this one. He didn't like your Barry White thing. There's always one guy. in the. Oh my gosh. You know, that was the amazing thing about this video is I was expecting to get some pushback from the Mooney community. You know, how dare you insult our airplane because it's so amazing. It does get 180 knots on three gallons an hour and nothing can touch it. You know, I figured there would be a lot of people getting a, a little uh, little sore on some of those comments. Oh, but no, on. you know, it, it turned to be the exact opposite. Every comment I saw in there was was very positive or, you know, I relate to this or, you know, 
this the, the video kind of hits heart close to home and i own he, a he made your mooney he made your mooney 201 uh quite sexy uh borderline <laughs> borderline awkward uh, in a way, but, uh, I'll tell you, it was, uh, I thought it was impressive because you actually learned uh, a few little tidbits about the Mooney that I honestly didn't realize. And, uh, and, you know, so like I said, if you're, uh, familiar with that particular aircraft, I think you would have find, found it very amusing that you did pick out those little things like the donuts and the, the handle and the wind deflector 2000, the right. bicycles in the you know, these little tidbits that you threw in, uh, creatively describing, uh, what a Mooney has and, and some of its unique features that you, like I said, they're your fellow pilot friends, you know, you could use those jokes and amuse them for hours on end. Brian, are you going to do anything to allow those of us uh, that get a little bit too close to that in a daily basis to help show it off? Are you planning on doing some merchandise or something to tie to it? I know you've got stuff on your site for the channel. Merch, like, you know, t-shirts that go, mmm, donuts. I'm actually, I'm working on it. Um, (laughs) So I've got some great photos that Dennis sent me of his aircraft and I've I've started working on designs and slogans and I'm going to try to get them up this week so that they're still fresh. Watch the video. You'll know what we're talking about. It's good stuff. Just Plain Silly. Google it on YouTube or look for the video link right there from JustPlainRadio.com. Brian, thanks, buddy. Catch up with you next time, okay? Thank you guys for having me. And we got more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying in the aviation line. Lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot, and flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Six bucks in my right nut says we're not landing in Chicago. 
Co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis. We're navigating the latest aviation news and information. And just talking about uh, Captain Dennis's new sex video about his uh, Mooney 201. That's kind of what it is, in a way. If you really like Moonies, this is really going to you know, get your attention, get you to perk up in a way that uh, very few Mooney videos will. <laughs> Well, if you're having a tough time deciding whether you should get a Cirrus or a Mooney, I, I think this one sells the Mooney. Definitely. It definitely, uh, it's bringing sexy back to the Mooney for sure. And once again, we got a link to it right there from JustPlainRadio.com, or you can uh, Google search YouTube uh, Just Plain Silly and connect with this Mooney video that Brian has put together for his, uh, you know, uh, web channel or YouTube channel. It's pretty impressive stuff. Okay, so uh, we, we have that. Uh, there, There is a couple other stories that we want to navigate through here today. So what's up first there, Dennis? Well, I came across an article in uh, AvWeb just the, this morning about uh, airport, airport lounges. You know, your typical little rural country airport. The FBOs, uh, right. The, well, yeah, the FBO or just, you know, the city airport usually have a little bit of a lounge in like a terminal building out there. Mm-hmm. And it was just funny because, you know, I've been to so many of these and I never really thought about it, but. You know, there's there's a formula there. They've all got a coffee pot. They've right. all got the the copy of a high flight poem up on the wall. There's a mm-hmm. a far side cartoon of the mountain goat in the clouds that you know every <laughs> single airport seems to have. There's old ads for airplanes that were probably sold back you know a decade earlier that nobody's bothered to clean up. Couple F- props on the wall, sentence. hanging on the wall uh, is our work. Yeah. And, yeah, and the old codgers and and people like me, you know, they're just sitting on the chair, just willing to talk to anybody. You know, there's a cookie cutter. It's just what's amazing about it is it doesn't matter what airport you go to, you'll find the same thing, and the same people, and the same personality, and the same welcoming attitude. And it's like, get out there and go fly to these airports and go check this out and see for yourself and report back to us and tell me if if we're not wrong. Really, I, mean, I, I think you're absolutely right, especially the smaller you know, GA, FBOs. But when you go into like a Banyan or Atlantic or one of the more corporate, you know, business lounge FBOs, I, I always feel uh, guilty, like I'm crashing a wedding or something uh, because I'm not supposed to be in there. Because, I mean, they have, they have the coffee pot, but it's usually like a cappuccino machine and they can get a little fancy. You know, there might be some uh, donuts or candy and all kinds of stuff you can load up on. And, uh, you know, the key to that, just so you know, whether you're a pilot or not, just go in like you own the place. That's pretty, it's really how you handle yourself. And they they won't look like, oh, he's a pilot, obviously. Yeah, give him the free, yeah, he gets free coffee, of course. just come in with a Cirrus or Piper or Mooney hat, not a Just Plane Radio hat, because they might not think you're a pilot. Well, there's that. But, uh, but yeah, you just got to walk around like you know what you're doing. Uh, you know, if anyone asks you like, yeah, hey, uh, winds look good down the runway today, you know, just make, just make a casual comment like that. And they'll welcome you with uh, open arms and you get all well, the, the other part of it. You want. <laughs> the other part of that, Greg, is that it is kind of a common denominator at the airport. It doesn't matter when you go into a Banyan or an Atlantic or even, you know, the local uh, rural airport. Yeah. They welcome everybody. You, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what you flew in with. 
you flew in and right. you're part of the community and they don't care. You know, it's funny because we got treated at Banyan like we were, you know, had just come in on a, on a challenger or something like that. And yet mm-hmm. we've got our little Mooney. Yeah. You know, they, they took care of us. Well, so, you know, and I, I don't know how close they watch. I don't think they do, but I, I do wonder, you know, like a lot of the, you know, FBOs, I mean, they have access to them, to the general public. You have to walk through the parking lot to get into there, and then that gives you access to the airport and that kind of thing. But you'd walk in uh, to some of those places, and uh, if you just walk in like you're a pilot, I mean, how how would they know uh, the difference between you and just some schmo off the street that's looking for a free coffee that just happened to be driving by? Like, you know what? I could pay pay the $1.99 at 7-Eleven, or I could go get that free French vanilla cappuccino right there at the FBO since I'm driving right by. It's really not out of the way. They in and out and you got your coffee and you're good to go and you've saved a couple bucks. How's that for a little uh, aviation tidbit? Yeah, I think they might catch on after a very short period of time. But- yeah, just space it out. Do it every other week. Not that I do it every other week. I do it every week. Uh, I'm you just do it saying. every day. What do you mean? Shh, shh. Don't give away all my secrets at once. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it really is all about the community, how welcoming they are. They, they're not going to stop you. They, they want you And to if you do in, go in to get that free in. cup of coffee, sit down and strike up a conversation. You might be yeah. surprised. You might learn something. I, I would think the uh, odds stories, are yeah, you Every will. pilot's got a good story that they're willing to share, and you don't even have to ask if they're a pilot because they'll tell you, right? Yeah. Some of them might even be true. You know, that's the... Yeah, we're uh, not going to judge, though. No, we're not going to let the truth get in the way of a good story, not as a, a fellow aviation enthusiast. So take advantage of it, whether you're a pilot or not. Yeah, hanging out at the FBOs is fun. You never know who you're going to meet and, and talk to. And like you said, they're all very friendly and, and usually want to have a little chat if you if you open up to them a little bit. So uh, there you go. I'm sure all the FBOs love it when I bring up like, hey, anybody can walk in off the street for free coffee. <laughs> I'm hey, sure they appreciate you know that. Flip that around, go to your local rural airport, you know, and, and come in there with the coffee and make a pot for somebody. You're going to suddenly be their best friend and probably coffee and donuts. Yeah, Club. Right. <laughs> and then they'll bring you into the office, the whole thing. I like it. Okay. So, uh, we got that little, uh, nugget of knowledge to share with our passengers today. Um, we got a story about commercial flying. We cover that here at just plain radio as much as, uh, we can because we can't seem to eliminate it a hundred percent as much as we'd like to. But this is kind of one of these things we thought were coming, which was those uh, acrylic or clear plastic divides that they were going to put up between each each seat at a commercial airliner. And it looks like uh, they're having second thoughts about doing such a thing. Is that right, Dennis? Yeah, the manufacturers have all been doing their testing in conjunction with the FAA about putting those little 7-Eleven style partitions between each of the seats and mm-hmm. as an effort to reduce the the goo spreading. But they're the turning goo. out to cause more problems than they solve. Uh, they How interfere so? with Well, they interfere with the uh, masks in the event of a depressurization. If you have to get the mask, you know, it could get in the way of being able to reach the mask because they're not right over your seat. They're like in the center. So you, uh. you have to get around a partition to grab your little Dixie cup mask. Um, it's more surfaces to keep clean. It, now, I know, have more. a feeling that is the issue more than anything, because if you don't clean them, it's going to show all that goo smudged all over the, the, you know, clear glass. And then you're going to, oh. oh God, that's gross. Yeah. And that's, it, that's definitely going to be part of it. The appearance yeah. of the cabin suddenly becomes a big problem. I'm not sitting there. There's a, 
there's a loogie on the partition. Right. You, you know, I don't want to If they could figure that. out a way to, you know, make it, well, maybe if it was, wasn't clear, but they had to make them clear. If it was clear, it's going to show every smudge and, and stuff, which means the, the cleaning crew can't skip, can't cut corners. No, and think about the ventilation problems. You know, those those little eyeballs are not uh, aimed at your seat either. Now you got a partition in the way. You're not going to get the air you want. It's it's, yeah. it's just not working. Big mess. They decided, ah, too much work. We're not going to mess with it. Fly at your own risk if you want to go commercial. I think that's the moral of that story. Okay. More coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. So we're going to give you an aviation term, and you're going to write the definition of what you think it means on your board. Okay. Flying dirty. I think they were a little shocked at how dirty aviation can sound. Thrust. Cockpit. Suck, squeeze, bang, blow. So what do you think that'd be? Um, the pilot. Come <laughs> <laughs> This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me along with Captain Dennis. Uh, and I know you're excited because The Bachelorette started up again this uh, this week. So, so we'll have... you haven't canceled that yet? Huh? No, of course not. No, we've got to see if we can uh, save face in this season. Well, I would hope that, you know, 2020 would give us at least one good thing. Yeah. Well, last year, you know, we had Peter, the pilot, and he kind of... Made us all look bad. He choked at the end. He, at least that's what you told me. Yeah. I, uh, right. Yeah. Like I told you, yeah, he's watched every single episode. <laughs> Don't let him lie to you. single episode. Anyway, uh, you can see if, uh, you know, pilots are presented in a positive light in the latest season of The Bachelorette. Uh, they promise that it's going to be the best one and craziest one ever. Never heard that before. Anyway, uh, you know, when it comes to being a commercial pilot, or just having to fly on a commercial flight, you know, you don't have to worry about those partitions going up, those, uh, you know, those walls that we were talking about earlier. But you might have to be on the lookout for crazy people. And, you know, it's been a while since this happened. But when I saw the uh, story about the lady who decided that she uh, it was a little too stuffy, 
uh, waiting there. I guess they were on the runway waiting to take off or something. Is that, or they were in a holding thing? What, what happened exactly? They were waiting to get off the airplane. Okay. So she obviously couldn't wait that long to get in the jetway. She decided yeah. to take it's it upon herself. It's too hot in here. <laughs> I'm too hot. Opens an emergency exit and walks out under the wing of an airliner. Right. What would possess anyone to do that, much less, uh, in, you know, in Russia of all places? Just craziness. I, it was uh, very strange. I think she, she did have a mask with her, too, though. Maybe the mask was making her too hot or something. I don't know. But uh, but she did win something. Yes, uh, she got it. She won a, a, a one-way trip on a blacklist. Well, yeah, she was banned for life. <laughs> so she's got that going for her. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's probably not the ideal thing to do. And I don't know if you saw somebody doing that, what would be your initial reaction? Yeah. You know, especially if you just go in there, like, you know what you're doing and just start opening up the, uh, emergency exit, you know, <laughs> would you just stand back and look like, huh, what's she doing? Well, obviously she knows what she's doing. We've landed. Maybe she's, uh, helping out the crew or I, I don't know. I mean, obviously no one stopped her because, uh, they probably just thought she was supposed to be doing that. And then when they saw her walking out on the, uh, on the wing, I think talking on their cell phone or something, wasn't she doing something like that too? Yeah, there was, it was crazy. And I guess her kids were still on the plane. They're looking out the window. That's our mom, you know, kind hey, of. Hey, that's thing. our crazy ma. <laughs> hey, is anyone going to do that? I don't know anything? that I'd want to claim that at that point. Exactly. I think I would uh, go report myself to airport security as a, as a missing child. Right. Yeah, it is kind of nutty. Um, uh, so anyway, we don't recommend that type of activity, but be on the lookout for it. Uh, you, you never know what you're going to experience on these commercial flights these days, whether it's, you know, fights breaking out because one passenger isn't wearing his mask properly or what, wearing it like a chin doctor or uh, chin diaper, is that what you were calling it. <laughs> And uh, I saw that fight. Have you seen a few of those? I, I've seen a few of them. And it's like, this is why I probably wouldn't have done anything if the lady's going out. Because you don't know what she's going to do. It, obviously not entirely stable if you're opening an emergency exit. Yeah. You want to get it on film. So you, your video. Oh, yeah. The one that's that worth, you know, YouTube points news for people, sure. Yeah. We'll use. It'll go viral for sure. But you want to be uh, just outside of punching range. But, uh, but yeah, you just got to be, once again, more arguments. Every time you see that, just think this is why I want to buy my own airplane and go the GA, uh, route as opposed to flying commercial. You don't have to deal with any of the craziness, uh, just, uh, the stuff, the craziness you make on your own and you can take full responsibility for anyway, uh, just, uh, you know, use it accordingly, use the news to your advantage in that way. To benefit, you know, or to sell it to your spouse. Like, yes, we need to get a plane. We don't want to put ourselves in, in such jeopardy. All right. Uh, what else we got today? Uh, that we're well, that's a good, perfect segue into a conversation that was had with the uh, the head of AOPA, Mark Baker. He right. was being interviewed by Forbes magazine recently. And he was asked, you know, what's behind the success of GA? Well, I'd just like to point to our previous comment here. You the know, people the are less crazy. Airlines and, yeah. yeah. Or there's less of them. It's you and, you know, a couple of close friends as opposed to you and 150 other people. And one decides to go for a walk on the wing. But, right. you know, despite all of the doom and gloom that we've been hearing in the press about aviation and whatnot, uh, general aviation has actually been a bright spot. Um, traffic is up and, you know, rest almost returned back to normal levels. They were interviewing people at the top 77 GA airports and they're seeing traffic up 10 or 15%. Fuel sales have been 
up over 60%. GA is, you know, becoming the uh, travel choice of choice right now because yeah, well, duh. You I mean, don't really, have it to always deal with the been, headaches. It's, it's right. always been that, uh, been the case, but right now, yeah, he talks about it, uh, you know, GA's experiencing like a mini boom. Right. Yeah. And a lot like, of it is due to the work of the AOPA, you know, they championed, uh, four years ago for basic med, which has got a lot of, uh, people that were, you know, kind of on the sidelines of flying, didn't want to deal with getting their medicals. Now they have a lower cost, longer uh, lived uh, medical option. And if they had to get a special issuance, like in your case, they don't have to keep going back to the doctor every year. You get a one-time special issuance and you're good to go with basic med. Right. So they're, they're making it much more accessible. They're also doing a lot to champion and show the value of these smaller airports to the local communities. Uh, you know, people have been trying to shut down airports all over the country for years because a developer offers them a bunch of money. You know, Santa Monica is a great example. The developers are just, you know, chomping at the bit for that airport to be shut down so they can put new high rises and stuff in there. But look at the value of that airport to the L.A. community, especially now with the fires. You've got a staging area to be able to get helicopters and supplies and mm-hmm. water bombers and all sorts of stuff out. If that airport goes away, you're never going to build another one back in L.A. It's just not going to happen. So true. So, yeah. you know, we need to protect what we have and utilize it. And if you start to see the value and they see that there's actual money to be made, there's tax revenues coming in from these businesses. It makes it more appealing to your community to have general aviation access instead of having to go into the big airports and deal with that headache. Uh, I mean, it's great. Well, not um, to mention the fact that you can socially distance in your own airplane. Yeah, sure. You're going to miss the fights that break out over masks. On the commercial flights, but hey, those are better to watch on YouTube anyway. So, uh, yeah, just more excuses to get on the bandwagon, get your own aircraft, and start flying to your heart's content. All right. uh, By the way, coming up in a few minutes, we hope to talk to a guy who belongs to a Mooney Club. That's kind of how you started, right, Dennis? Well, I started as part of a flying club, and we didn't actually have a Mooney. We had a Cessna 172 and a Cardinal, but okay. part of the club because you know that's it's a great way to get into aviation without you know going all in on you know sole ownership. You can split those costs up, and you know you and a bunch of friends you know sharing the expense, but also sharing the experience of the airplane ownership. Right. Well, hopefully, we're going to connect with a guy named Josh who does uh, some of that stuff here in just a bit, but. Uh, before we do, we got to work in a little drone news before we finish it up on the, the news story stuff. So they, they're using drones now to inspect bridges. Is that how what it times, is? Yep. How many times you've been out on the freeway and there's a lane closed because they've got a truck on the side of the road with the boom and the guys, uh, you know, hanging in the basket underneath doing the annual bridge inspections to make sure that the bridge is safe and is not uh, corroding, bolts aren't missing. Yeah, they got to take up like three that. of the four lanes. Exactly. Just to be safe. What if you didn't have to do that anymore? Well, the state of North Carolina has approved its first waiver to allow a drone to be used to conduct those inspections. So drivers around the world should rejoice. I'm with you. I still think the DOT is going to find a way to block a lane, though. Of course. Just what they do. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. You 
take off with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. About this time, someone is telling you to get on the plane. Get on the plane, get on the plane. I say, <laughs> you, I'm getting in the plane. In the plane. Let evil Knievel get on the plane. I'll be in here with you folks in uniform. I be fly, yeah, I be fly. Shouty, I be fly, yeah, I be fly. Shouty, I be fly. It take long to get this fly. If you ain't up on my level, this a piece don't reply. Bye. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, a co-pilot. That's me, Law Captain Dennis. We are navigating the latest aviation news and information. And I think we've kind of covered that base already, Dennis. So I think we got to do a special segment to bring on uh, a fellow pilot loving friend uh, to Just Plane Radio. This is his first visit to the show, but probably won't be his last. Josh is with us on Just Plane Radio. Welcome, Josh. How you doing, buddy? Hey, well, thanks for having me on, guys. Greg, Dennis. Yeah. How does this radio thing work? I, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Two strings in a can. <laughs> we, uh, we just like to get on and, uh, talk to our fellow aviation enthusiasts like yourself. And, and actually uh, you are learning to fly, uh, in a Mooney 201 or you, I mean, you're already a certified pilot, but you're getting ready to do your IFR cert. Is that what it is? Correct. Yep. Had a little interruption in training while working on my instrument rating and about to pick that back up. And actually all the guys in the Mooney club, we're getting together soon because uh, we have to do our annual meeting as well as we have one of our members selling his share. So we have to vote on whether we accept uh, the person he's selling it to into the club. Well, I tell you what, I got a video you can use about the Mooney that he might want to use to sell his share. Uh, but that's a whole nother story, and you can uh, catch up with the rest of the class by listening to the beginning of the show today. But All right. regardless, uh, but that was like your trainer plane for the group, or do you have more than one? Actually, no, we just have that one plane within the nonprofit company, which yeah. was formed, I believe, the year I was born, mm-hmm. uh, which just serves as, as the entity that owns the aircraft, and then uh, the shareholders the the club members each own there's technically six shares but ever since the sixth member left a few years ago mm-hmm. they haven't resold the share and so really there's effectively five owners that, that okay share use of the and plane. then you just split up the use uh with everybody's mm-hmm. schedules a little bit everyone gets a certain time to use it plenty of time That's for right. you that, that whole yeah, setup's worked out pretty well for you you know i haven't haven't uh made good use of it yet and i've been an owner since december of 2018 so i i got behind the curve and had an interruption in finishing up my instrument so yeah. i still have to get checked out in the aircraft but for me it is a business asset that will allow me to go visit radio stations and right. talent like yourself mm-hmm. and to help expand uh my business which is now the syndicator for just plain radio that's right see now you know <laughs> and uh that's yeah. what josh does but he, he's well, all He's using his passion, which is radio, and combining it with a little aviation love and, uh, you know, trying to be more efficient. I, you, a great combo, for sure. Exactly. Your passion, your profession. Yeah. 
Exactly. Passion your as your profession, no doubt. So uh, you, you guys nailed it. And so let me just officially welcome you to Talk Media Network. Sure. Greg. Well, thank you. Thank we you. We appreciate it. Uh, well, you know, this is a new relationship with Gouges Plane Radio. And Josh, being an aviation enthusiast, it was a match made in heaven. There you go. Or hell. I don't know. It, it depends <laughs> on your perspective. But it's good that, that we have that common bond of aviation. And beyond that, you know, Dennis even has a Mooney 201. So is it, is that what you guys have too? Is it the exact same plane or what kind of, I mean, how much variation are there in the Moonies, Dennis? There's not that much difference, is there? Actually quite a bit uh, oh, from when okay. the first Moonies came out back in the sixties. It was the Mooney M20A, um, which the most common of the older Moonies of the C model. And that one had mechanical gear. It was just a big lever to put the gear up and down and had even less uh, space in the rear seats. The 201 came around in the mid-70s, and that was the big game changer at Mooney. That thing was fast. It was sleek. It had a longer fuselage, uh, so it gave you a little bit more room in the back. And now the current generation, they've stretched the fuselage even longer, put a much more powerful engine up front, and can do 242 knots uh, mm. on the latest and greatest. So, so which one do you have, Josh? Describe. So I have a 1978 Mooney uh, 201J model. Okay. Yep. All right. Is so, that, so that, that, that's identical the then, isn't it, Dennis? It's basically Part, the exact me. same plane that I have. Yep. Yeah. Pardon me. I should say it's the M20J201 model. So you can yep. splice and, and in dice all that. the letters. Right. It's, you got that's it all. Right. It's it's a J. It's a 201. <laughs> it depends on who you're talking to. Right. Yep. But, but, but we're talking about the same type of fuselage that you have, right, Dennis? Same airplane, the same engine, the Very same efficient. Speeds. Yes. Yep. Yeah, great fuel consumption on those uh, aircraft. So, have you flown uh, around a lot in this thing? You know, other than you know being derailed a little bit on your training in the last well, uh, know, few months, or what, Josh? I'm the poster child for sticking with it because I I took my first flights in January of 2003 in a Piper Cherokee three down in at Pensacola Regional Air Yeah uh, Airport, and I was in the Navigator in flight training program as an active duty air force officer. So we at flew for Mather 20 hours. Hey, which one, Dennis? At Mather Air Force Base by some chance? No, good guess. But actually they had a program, uh, still do called JSUN, Joint Strike Undergrad Nav Training, which the Air Force, uh, you know, some Marines, but mostly Navy and a few Air uh, Army uh, officers that were, were basically doing NFO or nav training would all do it together at NAS Pensacola. Oh, so, okay. That was Blue part Angels. of Sun T, which is uh, Mather, which was uh, the joint services for Air Force and Marines and a lot of the foreign. So did navigator training out there. So I th- th- thought that would be a whole nother parallel for us to have in common as well. Yeah. Hey, and I watched uh, the movie Top Gun. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, the that's the, all I got. Stand- Sorry. Not to be a Debbie Downer, but the, um, you know, that the schoolhouse where the shooting took place by the international student at NAS Pensacola was the the schoolhouse that I spent most of my time in. Oh, wow. uh, Where, where we did um, all of, you know, aviation pre-flight indoctrination, API. But then you went way Um, up north though, right? I mean, you're based up where again? Where's the uh, airport where you have your Mooney at? now uh it's in gaithersburg maryland uh but then i picked up my training back in march of 2017 out of edgewater which has a designator alpha november papa short for annapolis Mm -hmm. and edgewater is the you know community right next to annapolis so we take off and 
fly out over Chesapeake Bay and you can see the Naval Academy and it's just okay. it's beautiful. Oh yeah, I yeah. bet there's great flying up there. Have you been up there uh, to do some flying there too, Dennis? I've no. actually never been to the East Coast. That's on my list of places to go. Um, wow. I've just I've never been over the New York City area or DC. Uh, the farthest east I've been um, with the airplane is really about Chicago. But that's only um, but, by choice. I didn't that you couldn't have done it. No, I just had no need to. Uh, yeah. So I've limited myself to basically the southeast region of Florida for obvious reasons, and uh, through the Midwest. But I'm right. Every time you know, he's been in go. Minnesota for the last uh, I don't know how many years you've been up there. In, uh, my, all one year of my entire life. Okay, and, and wow. he's and all he's done since he's known me is flying fl- flown down to Florida and his Mooney. So. <laughs> You know, you gotta have take, goals. <laughs> take that as a hint, Josh, and get out of Dodge, fly down here and get past Pensacola, go even further south and do some, uh, you know, trips down to, have you wanted to take your uh, airplane down to the Keys and do something crazy like that? Or, I would love to. We just yeah. picked up two affiliates in the Keys, as That's a matter right. of fact. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. they, they got Not- some awesome airports. And well, if we do this right, uh, Josh, you come down. And you pick me mm-hmm. up. I'm a CFII now, so and I'm very well versed in the Mooney, having owned one for the last you know three and a half years. So uh, we'll we'll do double duty. We'll go and check out those customers and get you some instrument training at the same time. Or are you flying? Sounds uh, like for, Dennis. Thank what, you. How Sounds about like for, a great plan? I think you ought to fly in formation. Well, yeah. we can do that too. I know people. <laughs> yeah. I've done it. That's it's right. Fun. Well, yeah. What color is your Mooney? He has a blue white uh, paint job with a just plain radio logo on it and the whole thing. What what kind of oh, wow. look does your I gotta plane? Get, gotta get one of those logos, but we'll probably have to have the club vote on it. Ours is actually white with red. Okay, white and red. red trim on it. Well, that would make sense. You got the red team and the blue team. You're flying formation down to Florida. I think we we're on to something here. We'll get you a just plain radio bumper sticker. You know, they won't know. <laughs> Put just it on tag the tail. Aircraft. All right, look, uh, we'll wrap it up with that for now. Till next time, remember, there is no better high than learning to fly. <laughs>